Hi, beauty. I'm so grateful you were led to this podcast. I'm your host, Miranda. Hi. I'm a wife, coach, and mom to four world changers. And this is the Recalibrating Hearts podcast. It's my heart that in this space, you would encounter the love of the Father and receive downloads, revelations, and solutions for partnering with God in your breakthrough. You'll also hear how we're building our family, powerful prayers and declarations for you, and ways to incorporate natural solutions for whole health. I think it's time to normalize spiritual breakthrough and walk in freedom with whole hearts. Holy Spirit, you get full permission to recalibrate our hearts. Let's go. It's just an honor to be here. And on this episode today, I am going to share with you just a fresh word from the Lord for me. And I just feel like I felt led in my spirit to share it with you all, right? And this is definitely for somebody, okay? This might not be for everybody, or maybe it is, but it's definitely for somebody, okay? So I felt like the Lord said in my spirit today as I was connecting, don't disqualify yourself because I have not disqualified you. And it was so relevant to just what I'm searching for in my heart and in my life right now as I'm recalibrating in my life and in a way reinventing, like, what do I want this season to look like, right? Like, how do I want to leave a legacy for my kids? And I've just been churning that around in my spirit. And so it's really special when the Lord speaks right into my heart, right into my situations. He speaks right into it, you guys. And he said, don't disqualify yourself because I have not disqualified you. And I felt like I wanted to share after he said that I journaled and I just poured out a little bit and I wanted to share that. So if you hear pages turning, that might be it. How many times have I shied away from the presence of God and not pursued Papa God thinking he's disappointed in me? Like, too many times to count. I couldn't see it at the time, but at those times, I chose to tell myself I wasn't good enough to even pursue him, so why try if it's not going to work out anyway? Well, so where does this come from, you ask? Well, one thing that comes to mind, victimization. And yes, I have truly been, and you most likely have been, a victim of horrific crimes, of divorce, my own divorce, a man who chose to neglect, abandon, not to love me and my daughter, our daughter, childhood events I was a victim of, motorcycle accident, my parents' divorce, a victim of generational thinking and behavior passed down. So I just really started to believe the lie. Uh, This is life. And I just started believing this is how it's going to be for me. Now, the Bible says that the Lord has come to give me life and life abundantly. Jesus came to give life and life abundantly. And I would read it and I would hear it and I would like see it around me, if that makes sense. But I don't remember in my like before I was like 24 or so experiencing that abundant life. Now, perception, we can talk about um, in this. When I talk about victimization, you guys, I'm not saying 
Um, I so yes, I lived in the victim mindset for a while, but I people are truly victims, okay? And recently, my coach was like, Miranda, yes, you were a victim to this, but it doesn't have to define you. But trauma isn't who you are and isn't your identity like it tries to do. And I was like, oh man, she sees me. She sees my pain. She validates it. Now I've worked through so much stuff, but even then, because of some, I was spinning in circles and just stuck in certain things and mindsets and just having questions. And as I was going through it with my coach a couple weeks ago, she was like, yes, you were a victim. And it was like, you validated pain. You validated my experiences. And I just felt blessed by that because I felt like the Lord was like smiling over me. Like it's okay. Right. I won't go into that too much, but so when I say I was a victim, I'm not going like, it's okay to stay in self-pity, the super glue of hell, okay? It's okay to, now we have those emotions, we process those emotions, but I was a victim and therefore my mindset started becoming, I'm going to always be. Does that make sense? It dresses me in certain things. Um, but intention, unintentionally, subconsciously, some like to say, I would really think this can't be for me the abundant life. Going back to, I have come to give you life and life abundantly. So I didn't earn it. I don't deserve it. I can't perform for it. Like I'm done performing basically. I mean, I was keeping trying, but I was like, why try? Why try even trying to figure out what this Bible says that I should have, what the word of God says. I know it's a crazy thought cycle, right? It's a crazy th- um, thought cycle, but when it's a con- multiple traumas continued just self-hatred, self, like it, it's like it happens to me and around me or around you, but then it, it goes inward and we like are meant to absorb things sometimes. And I totally being a feeler, prophetic healer, all that, I absorbed the things that were happening to me and took them internally to be, this must be me. This must be me. This must be my portion. Dude, it was crazy thought cycle. However, I want to introduce something and I want to shift for a second. When I say, but God, but God, enter the presence of God. Okay. Do you feel like that shift? Holy Spirit, I ask you to fall on hearts right now. Holy Spirit, I ask you to introduce them to the presence of God like they've never known it before, my listeners. Holy Spirit, everyone within the sound of my voice, show off God to them, just like you love to do. Let the presence of God just fall in their room, fall into wherever they are, Meet them exactly where they're at, just like the presence of God met me. You're no respective persons. It's a gift. It's a gift from God, his presence. It's freely given. And we freely receive it right now. The presence of God. I mean, this is holy ground we're talking about, y'all. So let's talk about the presence of God. In about 2004, I walked into a church in Madison, Wisconsin. And at the time, it was called Mad City. And I remember with Pastor Shane Holden, I think, but, and I remember this very clearly as I was walking in, I was looking around me all around and I saw people from all walks of life. I saw the businessman with his business suit. I saw the homeless from the businessman to the homeless, to children, to parents, to families. Dude, I was so broken, but I looked around me And I feel like at that moment, my new experiences, these new experiences started unraveling my inner beliefs. My inner beliefs that were built upon not great experiences, but beliefs that weren't even mine. Like 
I lies. Lies, come on, you they're not even yours. Like I didn't know that, right? I felt anticipation in my spirit, right? And but my sister was like, just come to church, right? Like, just come to church. Come to my church. It's so cool. And I was like, okay. But I felt anticipation. And I walked in and I felt the presence of God for the first time that I could remember in my life. I was definitely being drawn in by my spirit and I didn't know it. Like pulled in, like, come on, beloved, there's more for you. And at this time in my life, flashback, right? I was a single parent, newly divorced after being separated for a while. And I had a three-year-old daughter and boy, poverty wasn't even (laughs) the word. I don't even know. I was on um, food stamps. I was living off the like state, city benefits. Thank God for those. Thank you, Lord, for a bridge. I was working. As of course, I was working, dropping my daughter off to daycare. She had addictions at that young age. She started in at a young age, just bad. Something happened to her, and I didn't know about it. So I was lost beyond lost. It, drinking, right, and that comes up later. Medicated, like in the middle of my junk. The father pursued me. So I pushed back tears as I was walking in and I started crying. And then I still pushed back the tears because I was like, what is going on? I'm feeling something I don't know, right? And I pushed back the tears and I sat in that auditorium of a school, which was a church. And I just, a very, very gifted Pastor Shane started preaching. And near the end, I started crying. Like, I, I felt, and I didn't have words for it at the time, the Lord was like healing and reviving my very broken heart and healing my wounds. And it felt almost like one by one how much he cared about it. Like each one. I knew my heart was broken. I even was like shared someone's like, man, I see a shattered heart. I see a broken heart. The Lord wants to heal your heart. You know, heal your heart. And I was like, how do you even know me? Like, of course, prophetic came into my life. So I thought, is it possible the man upstairs, notice how I thought of him, loved me too and was actually pursuing me like right in the middle of my alcohol and medicated alcohol like laden and medicated life he pursued me and he still pursued me he he pursued me and he still pursues me it's about his presence you guys it's about his presence and experiencing life through how he sees me Now that memory came back today and I really, like I said, felt led to share it because, and I I was seeking God's face today and just connecting with his heart and again, searching for some answers. And it's really in this, I feel like in this time right now, it's like remembering is in the forgetting, the things I've forgotten, the things I've put aside, remembering it is like pure gold. It's testimony for someone else. And testimony we know means God do it again. So this is for the one out there that you disqualify yourself before anyone can even try to tell you you're loved and worthy. You disqualify yourself. This is for the one who's keeping yourself, you're keeping yourself from seeking God, thinking you aren't good enough. I've been there, right? Jesus died on the cross and he tore the veil Like God wanted the veil that was between him and his people and it was kept up there by the law which brings death, 
He tore the veil so we could come close. You could come close right into God's presence, right into Papa God's lap, into his lap. And I'm still, you guys, continually renewing my mind. Daily, all the time, I'm renewing my mind. This isn't like, um, does it come easy for me? I didn't think that through all the way. Yes, uh, it's like a muscle you learn because my spirit longs for, was created to be in the presence of God. My soul, mind, will, emotions, and then the things we haven't even understood about the soul yet, well, if it believes stuff, it thinks it can be in charge of the spirit. It thinks it can be like, we're disqualified, don't even bother. Oh, fear that, fear him. He's a, he's a mean dad. He has a steeled face. He has a, he has a look, a disappointing look. Fear him. And, and the soul, my soul for way too long has been in charge, okay? Like, way too long. And then our bodies, naturally, even like, even the rejected, slumped over shoulders, even the posture, dude, that we hold ourselves up, even those, they reflect what the soul is trying to lead. What if I told you we were created to live spirit, then soul that follows the spirit, then the body lines up? What if I told you that? There's something for you to chew on. Deep down, your spirit's like, is this true? I pray that your spirit's being fed today. I call attention to your spirits. I bless your spirit. I honor your spirit. I call to attention to lead and not follow. Amen, Lord. Amen. Now I'm still continuing renewing my mind, right? Because I'm tell I, I really need to tell my soul, you can't perform and nothing you do or don't do could make the father love you like soul back down. Miranda's spirit, Miranda's soul, Miranda's body. God loves you. Jesus loves you. He died for you. The way you are, whether you're good or not good, whether you're poor or rich, whether you're, you do treat your kids good or not, like all that, he loves you. Whether you fall and get back up or fall and stay down for a while, he loves you with an unconditional everlasting love. Like we are his children. I am his child. He is for me. He is for you. Right? So I encourage you, here's some takeaways, I guess, if you need them, to seek his presence. As you seek his presence, you move forward to his face and see how pleased he is with you. And some tips if you need to, I just kind of sit in silence. Uh, yes, I know there's distractions, busyness. I just, if, if I have to, I set a timer. Um, I didn't today because I just wanted that presence. And I go, right? I go right into the basement. Right? We live with my dad. Um, the kids are upstairs, usually in the mornings, like 5, 5.30, they're sleeping, maybe 6. But I'll go and I just make time. And I carve out those margins for the father, for my t time with my daddy. And I sit and I seek his face and like, show me your presence. God, show me your glory. And then, Lord, I connect my heart with yours. Because when I'm in sitting intentional and I'm connecting my heart with his, we get to do this. Woo! Oh, there's power in that. And in his presence, I have found, not just reading, I've experienced, I can release to you, in his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence, his presence is what started changing my life and healing my very, very broken heart. He, his presence, I'm going to say it again, started changing my life 
in healing my brokenness. I encourage you to seek his presence. I encourage you to seek his face. Hey, it's free. <laughs> oh, it takes time and time is a commodity, but it's free. And I learned to steward it. Like I want my cup overflowing so I can overflow to you, my, my platforms. I can overflow to my children, my family, my husband. We were made to live from the overflow. We weren't made to run on empty. And it's my choice whether I do it or not. Now, there's no shame, blame, guilt, condemnation if you don't. Just wanted you to know a little bit of my story that came to me. Again, he said, don't disqualify yourself. Because I have not disqualified for you. Sorry, I have not disqualified you. Don't disqualify yourself, beloved. Because I have not disqualified you. Yeah, I hope this is a blessing. Um, to somebody reach out if you have feedback or share your own testimony. Uh, but I believe this is planting seeds into your heart. I believe that you're learning to live spirit forward. Um, I will talk in a, the upcoming podcast about a cleanse I just did, dear Lord. So I have, I took a power pause for a while, but I'm back. And, you know, in this platform i love podcasting but it ebbs and flows with the seasons i'm in and especially if i go deep <laughs> to do some transformation my voice isn't like i mean it's there but i i like um, sharing from experience sharing what the holy spirit tells me to share like it's his platform he gets it just like in my intro and um i just encourage you to seek his presence all right that's all i got for now be blessed you guys